Arena on this Wednesday. Glad you can join us here on the Braves Sports Network, 91.7 WPRL and WPRL.org. We are on Facebook Live, WPRL. Charles Edmund, Braves head basketball coach, Landon Bussey. Coach looking at his phone. I'm sure he's got some plays charted up and <laughs> always, uh, always working. You know, uh, what's that uh, that uh, hair commercial? Never stop working? I think that's Landon Bussey. Never stops working. And the Braves never stop working on Monday night. Tough loss against Texas Southern. A big win over Prairie View. And now we head to Florida. A tough trip against two good teams that are really, really good at home. Beginning in Tallahassee, the highest scoring team in conference play in Florida A&M. They can shoot the three. We'll preview that as well as Bethune-Cookman and Reggie Theus's ball club. You can send a text. You can also tweet a question, and uh, glad you can join us here on the Braves Sports Network. Charles Edmond here with Braves head coach Landon Bussey. Coach, a uh, hard, hard Wednesday with uh, some bad weather outside, but it was hot and heated in here as you try to get your team, as they say, get your minds right, because uh, it's never easy to win in Florida. We got to win the other night, and you want to build upon that. Absolutely want to build on it off a big win. Um, that we're just coming off of. So, you know, great opportunity for us to go on the road and come over, you know, keep building. You know, try. To, we got to find a way to put two games together. You're trying to get two games together. And just right now at this point, we're kind of approaching the, what, third of the way mark of the of conference play. I mean, these games, a friend was telling me, you know, these games kind of zoom right on by. I mean, next, you know, we're a third of the way through this thing. And uh, the sense of urgency, you always have a sense of urgency, and you really drill that into your team today. Absolutely. You know, just want to keep the pressure on, want to keep the, you know, keep the foot on the gas. Um, you know, want to continue to have success. Can't take your foot off the gas. Can't relax. So with that being said is we got to take this thing to another level. All right, let's take a look at what we have here, Coach, the last couple of games here at home. The Texas team's rolling in here. Uh, Johnny Jones's Texas Southern Tigers and Prairie View A&M Coach Smith in this ball club on Monday night. So let's start with Texas Southern, Coach. New pieces. You know what this team did last year. Started out 0-6 for the first time in 60 years. They started out 0-5 uh, in conference, just snuck into the tournament, and won the tournament. And yet this team, you, you look at what they did coming in. They had two double-digit leads that they lost at Southern University and UAPB. What was the concerning part going into the Texas Southern game here in the first conference home game and the first home game we've had here in a while? Yeah, just the, just the fact that, for one, being at home, we haven't been home in a while. Um, of course, you know, you're going up against the Texas Southern team who's well-established in this league, who have made it to the NCAA tournament the last three years. So you know that, you know, Coach Jones is going to do an unbelievable job of having his team prepared and ready. So with that being said is, you know, just the uh, the focus, the preparation, coming into the game and trying to get a win after, you know, coming off a loss to Alabama State. You know, you just don't know where your team mindset is going to be. But we had every, we had every opportunity to win the basketball game. Um, you know, we was up double figures in the second half. Unfortunately, we just couldn't put the game away. Yeah, we were down 20-5, uh, to five, but then we went on a big run and uh, we had the lead. It was 34-30 Texas Southern at the break. Talk about this, this TSU team with Hunter Carter, P.J. Henry, as well as uh, Sissy and Hayes. Um, veteran, veteran group of guys, um, guys who um, got a lot of experience, you know, guys in the transfer portal, returning guys, just all, all different variable guys, got some, you know, good good guys all over. Um, of course, you know, P.J., um, 
PJ does a great job of just putting his team in the best situation of being successful. Um, you had the big kid, Young. You had the big kid, um, Carter, and, you know, Hunter. You know, they were just big. But um, PJ Henry was the guy who, was, of course, they're going to get the ball too late, who can make a play. Um, he, as far as what his scoring has been, we know what he can do. We know he's a volume scorer. Last year, last couple of years, he was the guy. The stats, you know, proved that out. But it seemed like, at least looking at the stats this year, he was like a guy. He's just a piece in that puzzle. Did did you kind of see that looking at the stats, or did you feel like he was still the man with the different uh, arsenal that they have this year? I think he's, I mean, he, he definitely is the guy. Um, he's the guy who can put the team on his back. He's the guy who um, can create his own shot. He's the leader of the team. Um, he's the guy who probably been there the longest. So, I mean, you know, he got two championships, so he feels, though, late in the game that, you know, he could close out the deal. We're talking with Braves head coach Landon Bussey. As we look at your lineup, Coach, you wanted to make some changes, and you talked about the changes. You start, uh, you started Bayard as well as Jalen Hawkins. Wanted to shake things up a little bit. You know, talk about, you know, changing up your lineup a little bit for that first home game uh, in a while. Um, you know, just want just wanted to you know mix things up. I, I didn't like how we were starting games. I didn't like how we was finishing games. So just try to put guys in their best situation to be successful. So I had to make a few changes. I think with Jalen Hawkins, I think that the game that he played the other night, I think he could build off of that. Um, he did an unbelievable job of you know getting downhill and getting to the 15 footer and making shots. It just added another d dimension for us offensively. Um, that's why we was able to put up 90 points, especially with the offense of us doing a better job of sharing the ball. Yeah, you really wanted to, to get some offensive continuity, especially, you know, early in, early in games. We, you, you talk about your defense, and we talk with Jeremiah Gamble about it, you know, how the defense kind of sets up the offense. So giving up, you know, 72 points against Texas Southern, and then despite the back and forth, we had a shot late in the game. And you talk about late game situations. Uh, Texas Southern burned their final timeout, and – they got a three late, and then we had a turnover on that next possession. You know, those those were two tough plays to deal with. You got them out of timeout, so you could really do some different things to press them a little bit, and then they had a three late, and then they we turned it over late, and that kind of allowed them to pull away. Yeah, I mean, it kind of allowed them to pull away, and, you know, they just made, you know, we turned the ball over too much, didn't make free throws, gave it too many second-chance opportunities, you know. Tell my team all the time, if you want, if you want to master closing out game, you limit your turnovers. You convert on free throws, and you limit the team's second-chance opportunities. And when you do that, whatever team does that is going to have the best chance of winning that game. 13 of 19 we were from the free throw line. Uh, for the game, we shot 22 of 52. For the game, we shot 42%. So offensively, you talked about the turnovers, 14 turnovers. Um, just, just talk about those turnovers and, and how those really hurt you, forced, unforced. Just talk about that aspect of it. It hurt us. It hurt us the last two games. You know, we just got too many turnovers unforced. It's like, you know, we just turn the ball over, we dribble off our foot, we just get the ball to the other team. And, you know, it's turnovers that, that our veteran guys should not be having right now. So we just got to continue to build, got to continue to practice, got to continue to just, you know, stay stay focused, and hopefully we'll get better at it. Uh, Jeremiah Kendall, as you see there, for those watching the game, 17 points and three rebounds as we're looking at some of the highlights you know, talk about trying to match up against Texas Southern's bigs. Kind of different dynamic. I thought TSU's bigs this year, kind of long, a lot of length there. Talk about how we're able to match up against TSU's uh, front court. 
Um, I don't think we I don't think we did a great job of matching up with them. I think we did an average job. I think we could have been much better. But you know, um, we had the opportunity. We had the opportunity to put them away. Um, but we we didn't convert. You know, we didn't convert. You know, their bigs. I think that you know one of the bigs had about 17 points. We didn't do a great job of keeping them off the glass and late in the game. Um, they had way too many offensive rebounds. So, I mean, we know what Texas Southern, Texas Southern want to do. We know they want to crash glass hard. Um, and we didn't do a great job of managing it. One of the changes that you made is you look at you look at inside, and they were the bucket, the Bayard, you call him Tank. And he, he's built like a tank. You talk about his start and the expectations for him, whether it's inside or outside. I mean, he's another guy that can score the ball at a very high level. So the, the the dimension that he's adds as far as how well he scores the ball, um, it really helps us out. Um, he also can rebound the ball at a very high level too. So just his ability to score, pass, and rebound, um, you know, overall is really good. You talk about down the stretch, coach. I, I know it was tough that down the stretch there. You talk about the turnovers. Um, I, I just thought that was a really good basketball game, back and forth. And we, we you talk about playing hard. Some of the 50-50 balls, you know, some of those championship plays. I thought we got some in that first half, but there were two or three of them that you can kind of circle that we didn't get extra possessions. And, of course, for TSU, up against, you know, I thought they were going to probably take time off the clock. They took up a three after burning their final timeout. But you know, I thought maybe two or three plays, Coach, you know, 50-50 balls, you talk about those. And what we mean by that, balls on the floor, you get your share of those, you get extra opportunities. That could be a difference in a game like this. Yeah, 50-50 balls that, you know, we sh we probably should have converted on. I mean, you could go look look back at the film and see, like, you know, one possession here, one possession here, what could have changed, what could what you could have done different because you put yourself in a better situation to be successful. So, um, but now it's just, you know, opportunity for us to, you know, we had a quick turnaround time, so we had to get the guys back refocused and ha had to get the guys moving past and let's get prepared for uh, Perry, who's just coming off of a big win versus Jackson State. I know you, we talked about it in the post game, how one of the things that you wanted to build on and getting better and bigger in the post and tougher in the post was against a team like Texas Southern. And in the post game, you just looked at, as, as as in every game, you look exhausted. And that was one, you know, yeah, you moved past it, but you really wanted to see how we could match up against a different type of Texas Southern team, a little bit different dynamic, different pieces. And uh, it was right there for us. Yeah, I mean, it was right there for us. We didn't get the job done. You know, um, we, we beat Texas Southern in the, in the regular season, you know, swept them the last two years. Didn't get opportunity to do that. So now we just, you know, we're, we're in a great spot where we are right now that we just, you know, we got to continue to just improve. Continue and improve for Texas Southern. I didn't realize it was the first win here that they've had since 2019 was the last time they won here. So they had a, a little bit of a run going here. So what was the speech to your team in trying to move forward quickly, a tough game like that, 48 hours later, taking on a preview team who handed Jackson State their first loss? Not just, just, just letting them know that, you know, we had opportunity. We didn't, we didn't get the job done. So let's move past it, get ready for Prairie View, um, because only thing that's worse than one loss is two. Yeah. As I say, don't, don't let a loss beat you twice. What is the key? And I hear coaches talk about this all the time after a loss, especially in this conference where you got Saturday, Monday. You know, whether you're at home or on the road, you got to make quick adjustments. What's the key to putting a Saturday night loss or win for that matter behind you? What's the key? Um, I, I believe the key is just you know 
you know, just instilling you guys that um, the move past it, you know, have short-term memory, you know, move past it, learn from it, bounce back, you know, be resilient, be tough, fight through adversity, fight through challenges, don't soak, don't pout, don't have bad energy and bad body language. Let's get back. Let's get back to let's get back to business. Let's let's learn from the mistakes that we made. Let's correct the mistakes we made. And let's move forward. All right, we'll take a break right here. We'll move forward from Texas Southern and we'll look at the preview that Coach Smith's team, different dynamic there, a team that handed Jackson State their first loss in conference. We'll take a break right here. When we come back, we'll look at preview. We'll get some questions and comments in, and we'll look ahead to the Florida trip. We head to Tallahassee on Saturday and then Daytona on Monday. It'll be a lot going on in Daytona. The 24 hours of Daytona race will be in town on Sunday, so it'll be a lot going on in Daytona. We got a basketball game to play, so we'll talk all about that when we come back in 60 seconds here on the Braves Sports Network. Here at Alcorn, we understand that we share some commonalities with one another, so in some ways we're already family. Seeing everybody, seeing more people that like looked like me and had the same mannerisms as me, it was fantastic. The variety of people here really made me feel at home. When I stepped on campus, it felt like I was supposed to be here. When they say the grass is greener here, they really mean it. Alcorn provides our students with the knowledge, the skills, and the attitudes they need to go out in the workforce to provide the best quality client center care. This program is very beneficial. I think that they have provided me a lot more information to help guide my nurse practice. We are preparing a well-rounded student who's able to go out and go out abroad in the workforce. The faculty give us the knowledge we need in order to go out there in the hospital and save lives. In the arena on this Wednesday, a lot of rain in the forecast around here over the next couple of days and a lot of rain in Atlanta where we're going to be heading next and then Tallahassee hopefully uh, won't get socked in as the teams will be heading out of here on Thursday. Saturday afternoon we head to the Lawson Center to take on FAMU and on Monday we head to Daytona to take on Reggie Theus's Bethune-Cookman Wildcat Ball Club. Glad you can join us here on the Braves Sports Network. Coming up next the Nate Kilbert program and then Braves head football coach Cedric Thomas will be right here, and we'll talk some Braves football. My first conversation with Coach Thomas, a lot to unpack there, and we'll be talking some football as well as basketball. All right, Coach, uh, Kevin Furrell, by the way. I just want to give you the name Kevin Furrell. We're going to refer back to that name. Put that in your back pocket. Kevin Furrell, we'll talk about him coming up later as we look at preview. All right, so let's look at the Panthers, Coach. This team beat Jackson State handed them their first loss. You looked at the film, you looked at the tape, and when I saw that, I'm like, whoa. What what made you go whoa when you look at this Prairie View team? Um, I think this Prairie View team is a team that um is well coached. Um, I think that's the hardest playing team that we played all year. I think that, you know, I think Monday we just played a little bit harder. I think we beat, we had a little more uh, urgency and beat them to their spots a little bit more. But just what the you know the experience that they have and Coach Smith um, does does an unbelievable job of coaching his team and then um, the build you know the ability of scoring that they have and Charles Smith and um, Javante Hopkins and um, uh, Brian Miles and those guys right there who um, who have played at a high level before 
um, and he'll understand what Coach Smith wants. So, and they're just coming off of a big win. You know, when you go down there and you beat the, you know, the the, the best team in the league, um, you know that you got to be you got to be prepared when you come down. You know, you got to be ready because they they coming down here to try to sweep the trip. How did you get this team's attention with that? coming off the TSU game. Was that a hard thing for you to do because you had a 48-hour turnaround? Oh, absolutely. It was hard. You know, the spirits was low in practice. Spirits were low Monday and shoot around. Energy was low. Um, guys, they, they didn't want to be there. Like, they didn't want to be there like they were just, you know, ready to give up. But, you know, um, I, I don't have one bone in my body ever ready to give up. So they, they either had to fall on board or move on. So, But more guys fell on board than anything. And we got off to a terrific start, Coach. I mean, we were on it early. Uh, in the second half, we led by as many as 26, had an 18-point lead at the break. Looking at some of the highlights of the first half of that game, Coach, just just in the energy, I, I thought we came out, and for those watching, looking at the highlights here, I thought we were probably a step and a half, maybe two steps quicker to start the game, just taking everything that Prairie View threw at us, but we threw a lot more at them early in the game, definitely. And you were really intense on the sidelines. I just thought we came out with high motor. Yeah, we came out, came out ready to play. Um, it was a really, really good performance on both sides of the ball. Did think we did a great job defensively. Did think we did a great job of sharing the ball. Um, you know, it was an unbelievable performance. You know, I, I got to take my hats off to the team. They stepped up to the plate. Um, we could have sank and we could have gave up and we could have, you know, let one game linger to two. But you know, the guys they fought. They had a quick turnaround time, and they was able to come here and, and, and get the job done. We were sharing the basketball for those watching Bayard to Joshua. Um, you know, just just talk about – we haven't talked about Joshua a lot, but we know he can score, but just his ability to get other people involved. Talk about that this year, that aspect of his game, because there's a lot more weapons at his disposal. Yeah. Um, you know, you got more guys who could, you know, around him that, you know, that, that, that does a great job of scoring. You know, with Tank can score really well. Of course, Jeremiah can shoot the ball. You still got J.K. And now you got Jalen Hawkins. Um, and the good thing about it, you know, um, D.K. had a few shots going to the basket. So, you know, D.K. was, what, two for two from the field, seven points? Yeah. Something like that. So that that was huge, that, you know, for for him to see the ball going to the basket. Now he just has to continue to build off of that. When, when you worked at Prairie View, you were the assistant, lead assistant for five years there. Is, is that where you kind of cut your teeth as far as being as defensive-minded as you are, or had you always been as a coach? And I remember you saying even as a player and people that watched you play in your college days, you, you, you cut your teeth as a player on defense. So you've always been a defense-minded player and coach? Yeah, I mean, I'm a defensive guy. I believe that's what helped me win championships. Um, I think these last two games, I think we was pretty superb on defensive end, especially the first eight minutes. Um, of, the, of the second half of the Texas Southern game, we were superb. I mean, we was that we was down thirty four to thirty at halftime. Yeah. About twelve minutes ago, score was forty nine to thirty eight our way. Yeah. You know, we held them to four points in the first eight minutes, but then we stopped. When then we stopped scoring. And you go look at the Prairie View game. We was pretty dominant here as well defensively too. And we just got We just got to continue to work. Got to continue to work. Got to continue to work. But I think that. A lot of these new guys are starting to um, turn the corner and start to um, see how I want to play, starting to buy into the culture, buying into my philosophy. Like Jalen Hawkins is one of the main guys who um, has been huge for us lately, huge. Uh, Jeremiah Gamble, um, a Prairie View transfer. Uh, I, was, I talked with him um, at halftime, 
and he was just talking about, hey, you know how when you go up against a team that you left the transfer from, he said there's nothing, nothing there. He just wanted a change of scenery. Talk about getting him. I mean, we know we knew what he did at Prairie View, sharp shooting from beyond the arc, getting to the rack, and he and his game is really, really solid. In the last few games, he's been solid. I think. Yeah, he's been really solid. I mean, he's been solid to me all year. I mean, he's shooting 42% from the three. Um, shooting 80% from the free throw line. Um, he makes some tough shots. He spaces the floor out for us. Um, so with that being said, I mean, when you got a guy like that who's shooting the ball well, and, you know, but it, it makes his job easy. And now, of course, you know, I would like to, for him to get more shot attempts up. But it, it makes his job easy when you have, you know, J.K. right there. You get a ball to inside. Byron who can, you know, make the right pass. And D.K. who can make shots. And Jalen Hawkins who can make shots. I mean, we could just spread the floor out and we get whatever we want. Well, we were up by as many as 26 as we win, 92-78. Coach, late in the game, <laughs> with less than a minute left, the crowd was calling for one Kevin Furl. I didn't know what that – I mean, they were – I couldn't hear it. but I didn't know what they were talking about, but you got Kevin Furl in the game. And uh, we're going to have a highlight or two of that as he got in the game in the final seconds and the crowd went nuts. Talk about his story. <laughs> Um, he's a guy who, you know, w was a manager for us the last two years, um, who puts a lot of work in, um, loves the game, um, re really committed to, you know, finding a way to be successful in his basketball team. So, you know, had the opportunity, got in the game. Um, the crowd wanted him. They asked for him. So, you know, got in the game, able to convert in one of the free throws. So, you know, just, you know, opportunity for him to enjoy this moment. That's something that he'll live with the rest of his life. That's something he can take with <laughs> And that's my job is to make sure these guys enjoying their college experience. And he was able to enjoy it. And he was able to enjoy it. Um, his teammates was happy for him. Um, the crowd went crazy. Of course, you know, he's very popular around the university. You know, everybody got a, love, a, lot, got a lot of love for K3. Yeah, and he's on social media. And uh, just, you know, for, for that opportunity, you call a timeout to get him in the game. You, you had the clipboard out. Did you draw a play for him? Was, was there a play drawn up for him? Yes, I think we draw the play right here. Let me see what happened right here. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I told, I told Byron do not pass that ball. Um, yeah, we draw draw up a play. Um, oh, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just a great moment, Coach. That that is a great moment. Uh, the crowd loved it. It was a great way to end the great way to end the night. You got the win. You scored ninety points. You got back on track. And you got some people involved. So, I mean, all in all, it was it was a fun night. And it's it's so much fun when you win. It's so much fun I getting, I, getting I back never, on I track. I've never seen this before, man. What What is going on right now? <laughs> oh, you oh, you never, oh, you hadn't seen this part? No, of I haven't. I'm trying to figure out what is going on. <laughs> Just obviously a joyous moment for, for him and, and for the team. From the team perspective of it, <laughs> Landon Bussey just looking at some of this sideline footage for the first time. Got to credit Cedric Tillman in for, for getting that. He was right there in the middle of, of, of the action. But, you know, it was a good night. It was a good Monday night. Bottom line is you got the win. You got some people involved. And, uh, look, that was a big win because we're going to Florida where it's not going to be easy to come out of Daytona and Tallahassee with wins. So that was, it was a good way to get back on track. Yeah, it was a great way to get back on track. You know, great way to get back on track. Now we just got to put two games together. That's my whole mindset. That's my focus right now. 
is finding a way to take care of FAMU. Um, I think they've been struggling a little. They started a little slow. They just coming off a big win. We coming off a big win. So um, I think we got the depth to do it. I think we got the guys to do it. You know, we're healthy. We, we you know, we got to stay fresh. Um, and you know, you got got to depend on the, the, those those upperclassmen. You know, you, you got you got four guys that's starting for you right now who have won championships at this level already. You know, Jeremiah won a, a regular season championship with Prairie View. Gambrel. Yeah, Jeremiah Gambrel. Mm-hmm. Um, J.K. of course won won the championship here. Jeremiah Kendall. Yep. Um, Byron won two championships here. Um, Jalen Hawkins won two championships at Norfolk, and I think one at Robert Morris, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you got four guys that won championships at Division One level. You you would think that these guys will have a itch to get more, you know, and it starts now. You know, that's what I'm trying to continue to encourage these guys, man. Stay focused. Stay locked in. Stay focused. Stay locked in. And we, we're we in a great spot. You know, of course, we started a little slow, but we're in a great spot where we are right now. Only thing we got to do is, is take care of business this weekend. And it starts with family. We need to go down there and send a message to the rest of the sweat that Alcorn is coming. And when you got them guys like that who've been in these shoes before, you expect for it's, it should be easy for me just to get out there. We play the game, and y'all go out there, and y'all, and y'all go out there and win this basketball game. Shouldn't be no much. I shouldn't have to coach as much. You know, we got we got guys who've been in, that won, that won championships before. Mike. DK, you know them guys. They've they been in. They've been in moments. You know Willie Anderson. Y'all been here before. Like let, let's 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 come together and let's go ahead and let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, and it's not gonna, definitely going to be easy. FAMU is two and three in the conference. They beat Valley sixty-two to uh, to a fifty-five. So when when you look at this this team and, and you look at FAMU and, and what they've done, uh, they beat Valley obviously, and this team one of the. Best field goal percentage team, 47%. You know, they're one of the top scoring teams in in the league. So what's the one thing we have to do to come out of Tallahassee? Um, we just got to go down there and do and do our job. We got to stay locked in defensively. Um, we got to continue to share the ball. Got to limit our turnovers. And we got to convert on free throws. But I think that if we do what we're supposed to do, there's nobody that right now that's in front of us in conference that can stop us. We, we have the most depth. We have the most complete team. We have we we pretty much checked off in every single area. If it's the point guard position, you know you got depth that there with Byron and Jolly. You know our wings with you know shooters, guys who go to ball, Jeremiah and Jalen Hawkins, DK, and uh, probably missing somebody, Willie. And then you got you know post presence as in uh, JK Tank, um, Jay Alex, um, uh, Roger Massenet, you know. And you got Cam. I mean, you, you got every position that you can pretty much, you know, really lock into. So it's a situation to where it's us. We have to just, you know, we got to stay locked in. We, we we have to find a way to go down here and be dominant for one game. And that, that you're going to be on ESPN, too. Yeah, going to, going to Daytona, that game's going to be on ESPN, And after too. that, you got, you got Banner Night. I mean, what, 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 I mean, what, 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 what more can you want? Opportunity to go, go to Florida. Send a message, and then you know, and Daytona. 
Monday Monday night. That gym is about to be so loud. And it's the atmosphere and the environment is going to be the toughest environment we played in all year. Yeah. And if y'all not built for that moment, I'm I'm gonna be there. I don't know if my team gonna be there. <laughs> I'm gonna be there, and yeah. I'm be you know every single game I coach, I'm gonna be the same way. And I told them, you know, this y'all job to be consistent. I'm consistent every yeah. single practice. I'm consistent game. I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna be ready to rock and roll. And I only need about seven, eight guys who're ready to bring that same energy that I'm bringing. If you can match my energy, you'll win that game. Well, of course, last year we won at the buzzer um, against uh, Bethune Cookman. That was one of the better games of the year. And you're right, my first time at the Lawson Center in Tallahassee, the first time at Daytona, and that gym. It was it was electric and small, but yet they make a lot of noise and their fans are in it, and it should be an exciting road trip. And we'll have both games on the Brave Sports Network. Coach, looking forward to it. We'll see you down in Florida. Let's let's uh, come back home on a three-game winning streak. Absolutely. Thank you. That's Brave's head coach, Landon Bussey. We'll take a time out here when we come back. Nate Kilbert standing by as we'll talk a little Lady Braves basketball. Tough loss the other night, big win against Texas Southern. What does Nate Kilbert have in the hopper? We'll talk about it after this timeout here on the Braves Sports Network. <laughs> 